Dearest Master, thank you for your loving reply to our invitation. Even if you wrote, don't think I can make it, and can't promise, we all feel and hope that you will come if it is at all possible. We need you very much in Europe right now. With this terrible war in Yugoslavia and Kosovo, and the 1.4 million refugees it has caused, many people just can't bear to see all the misery and unhappiness anymore on TV every day. We all feel so helpless when faced with so much tragedy. The only positive side to all this human misery is that many people who used to just live from day to day, not caring much what happened around them, are finally waking up and looking for more sense to life. There seems to be a more open attitude towards spiritual matters. Chinese,大概不能来,不能保证,但我们都一致认为,也中心期望,只要情况允许,您一定能亲自前来。现在欧洲非常需要您的帮助。面对这许多的人间悲剧Cảm ơn Sư Phụ đã trả lời chúng con một cách chiều mến. Ngay cả khi Sư Phụ viết, không biết có thể đến được không, và không thể hứa được, tất cả chúng con đều cảm nhận và hy vọng là Sư Phụ sẽ đến, nếu có thể được. Ngay bây giờ, chúng con cần Sư Phụ rất nhiều ở Âu Châu. Cuộc chiến thảm khốc tại Nam Tư và Kosovo đã khiến cho một triệu bốn trăm ngàn người trở thành người tị nạn. Nhiều người không thể nào chịu đựng nổi nữa khi thấy mọi cảnh khổ đau và buồn bã trên đài truyền hình mỗi ngày. Tất cả chúng con đều cảm thấy bó tay khi đối mặt với quá nhiều thảm cảnh. Chỉ có một khía cạnh khẳng định đối với tất cả nỗi khổ đau của loài người này là nhiều người chỉ quen với lối sống ngày qua ngày, không để ý nhiều đến những gì xảy ra chung quanh mình, cuối cùng chợt tỉnh và tìm kiếm thêm cho ý nghĩa cho cuộc sống. Hình như họ đang có thái độ cởi mở hơn đối với vấn đề tâm linh. If our planet 
elevated itself into the higher level of spiritual understanding, there's no more war. I love this. We love this. It's very, very traditional. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anything else? We anything else in your program? No, huh? So what shall I do now? <laughs> shall I welcome you to Scotland? <laughs> My once beautiful home, <laughs> long time ago. <laughs> that was beautiful, huh? That's very, very typical Scotland. And that reminds us of home. Home, I mean heaven. In the higher kingdom, we can hear this kind of music. Oh, that I just devote a secret. Don't tell anybody else. <laughs> except that we don't need the instrument. It will, by, will be played automatically by, indi- by invisible force of the creation. And I'm sure your people in the ancient time, before you have invented this bagpipe, your ancestor must have known the higher level of God's kingdom in order to to invent this uh, instrument because it sounds very much like uh, the uh, celestial music. Well, congratulations. (laughs) Are you so quiet? (laughs) You okay? Let's shake it loose. <laughs> I thought the music would relax you, but it relaxed you too much. You're sleeping. <laughs> this is one of uh, my favorite uh, music instrument, musical instrument. I was going to show up in Scottish traditional dress as well, but I couldn't find it. 
Yesterday I saw I saw the traditional uh, dressed lady in the airport, and she looks so so dignified with a hat on as well, you know, with a cap, small cap. Oh, and I like it so much. I wanted to ask her where she bought it, but then she disappeared when I was busy with the ticket. Hi. So how are you? <laughs> you all right? Did you enjoy the concert of Rolling Stone? No? Why not? You didn't go? Wow, a lot of excitement there. <laughs> I saw a lot of people on the street and all the hotels, the books, and all the pubs are full. <laughs> all the restaurants are, uh, how to say, uh, reserved. I was almost left on the, you know, <laughs> train station. <laughs> yeah, luckily we found a room. Mm. Wow, Scotland is so famous, huh? Everybody comes here in summer. Mm. And now it's also the, the year of architecture, I heard, yeah? And we're busy with the conference about constructing the parliament and all that stuff. Is that right? Wow, that's a great news. <laughs> yes, congratulations on to the development of your country. It looks like your homeland is revitalizing and is like growing and thriving and so full of energy at this time, at this period of, of our um, era. And this is very good, this is very good that we are so positive. When we look around and there's not too many signs, not quite a few countries is having problems, uh, we should feel very happy for Scotland that uh, your people, your government, occupy yourself with very, very constructive things and constructive life, way of life, constructive thinking. And this is very wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. May God bless your country more and more, and you continue with your constructing energy. And that will be good to lead us all into the 2000, <laughs> the, the years 2000. It's better than talking about negative things. This is a good thing to do. It's a good thing to do. I'm very happy for you. So I also come here to, as part of invitation <laughs> to your homeland, I come to offer the best thing that I know of, also very constructive, and even more so to go along with your constructing trend at the moment to improve uh, this homeland even more and more every day. Because uh, just like we have to know architecture knowledge in order to build our safe home, uh, we have to know also some spiritual knowledge in order to build our foundation of a noble uh, mansion in the kingdom of God. The spiritual knowledge, it doesn't even uh, cost us anything. It doesn't cost us time to go to college. It will not 
nevertheless award us any kind of certificate, but the reward inside is the kingdom of heaven, is our true home, and we can begin to build it right now. Even though we already have it, we have forgotten the tool. Just like we all heard of God and heaven, but uh, unfortunately, many of us have never seen. Yes, sometimes we have a glimpse of God in our very, very, very deep, deep moments of prayer, but then we probably dismiss it as an illusion. But uh, I have the way to show you if you're interested, so that you know that it's real. We can verify whether some inner spiritual vision are real or not real, whether the one we spoke to are real God, God's representative, a real Jesus manifestation, or is it some kind of uh, illusionary imagination of the mind? Most of people, uh, if when they try to venture into the kingdom of God alone, they tend to get lost because they don't know the map. I'm also here to offer you the map to heaven in case you haven't got it. It is just like the map from, from airport to, to my hotel. <laughs> the taxi driver just open it and then he can drive and then definitely he arrives. And meanwhile, he can see also the landmarks before we arrive at the hotel so that he is sure that he knows the way and the way is correct, if he doesn't know it before. Suppose the taxi driver already knows the road, then it is very, very easy. But if he doesn't, the map will help him. Similarly, if we already know the road to heaven by our own knowledge or by learning with some other knowledgeable teacher, then we can go daily. If we don't know, we can inquire about it. It's just like everything else in life, we can inquire, inquire the material needed for our specific intention. Uh, as if an architect, he should inquire about where to enroll into the constructor, constructing college and then he takes some time to acquire all the necessary information until he becomes adept in his uh, profession. Then he can build his house or anybody else's house. Similarly, spiritual knowledge is also open to everyone who are interested, who are serious about knowing our original home, which is built by light and music of heaven. The material we use here to build our house are similar to each other, like bricks, tar, cement, and then we paint it outside and we decorate it, like some magnificent theater like this one. In heaven, we have much, much better material to build our house. And each one of us can be an architect. 
because we have the tool and the power of creativity, which is God's quality, which has been bestowed upon us the moment of creation, aeons ago. Before we even descend into this world, we have all this there is so that we can build our own world, we can shape our destiny, we can travel heaven and, and earth at will, we can leave the body and re-enter it any time we wish. But it is such a density of this physical planet that it blurs our vision and disturb our wisdom so that we forget all this source of creativity, all the power that is necessary to survive better in this world as well as the next. So God sometimes sends us a messenger, some reminder, such like Jesus, Buddha, etc., and they will bring us the map again to heaven. And then the map will be continued, passed on from one generation to the next. And some of the descendants of Jesus, Buddhas, or Jesus, Buddha's disciples, among them who has acquired this map for themselves, would have mastered the art of traveling between heaven and earth. Then he knows the map even by heart, and he can also take any of us with him without any trouble. It's like your taxi driver. If he goes back and forth between my hotel and the airport for many times, he surely can drive even almost with his eyes closed. So it is very simple to know heaven and to know our true home. The only reason we do not know is that uh, we have forgotten the map or we have uh, long been too busy with the mundane worries and survivals that we have forgotten the hidden tools within our true heart. And also another reason is very difficult to find the descendants of the old masters who has mastered the art of traveling between heaven and earth. Suppose we have not mastered it ourselves. So just like any other things in the universe, inquiries, informations, these all we need. And then we have to practice the information at hand, and then we become adept, just like every other subject. Spiritual science is even more easy, much, much more easier than, uh, much easier than other science of the physic physical study. 
because phys uh, physical studies most of the times require so many things, so many hours of study, so much books to read, so many instruments to practice upon, so many apprenticeship years to spend, and so much effort, even financial support, and time-consuming before we become adept of any kind in this world. On the contrary, spiritual uh, mastership, master, um, say, mastership does not require us any of such extravagant effort. So we can kind of study like part-time, <laughs> like we save like one-tenth of our time, and then we can acquire it in a very short while. And meanwhile, before we be, become reacquainted with our true home, before we attain mastery again, I said again because we, was, we were once master already. We came from heaven. We were all masters. We were all Christ. We were all Buddhas. There was no difference between any of us before we came here. When we came here, we became different. I will explain. So, before we reclaim or we reach mastery again, we already will experience so many blessings, so many miraculous events that will enhance our life, that will smooth our journey on earth as well as to heaven. We will recognize that we are the greatest being in the universe. We will know that God truly is here for us every second because miracles will happen without us having to do anything, without us having to call upon heaven and earth, having to kneel and pray for hours on end, or do any kind of magic potion, uh, dance around, jump about, or do whatever, upside down, inside out, whatever. We don't have to do anything like that because God is almighty, and that God resides within us. It is, it is a great surprise to all of us that even though we know that, even though we try to believe that, we still cannot grasp the reality that we are nothing but God inside. So I am here to remind you of this truth, and I will also help you to know it yourself, because second-hand knowledge is nevertheless second-hand. Only the truth that you know yourself will remain forever. I'm not here to be your teacher. I'm not here to stay forever and bind you with any contract or any conditions. I'm here to teach you once and for all that you are the teacher, that you are God. And please try to remember this through my scientific, spiritual scientific method, day by day, so that you can reclaim your glory, 
even without my presence after today. Because once I teach you, you will never forget. Because the God within you, you will know. And the God is the one who will awaken again himself and direct your mind and your brain, which is up to now, we think is us. Direct them to do the right things, to smooth out the course of your life, to bless your existence, and then you still have abundance of blessing to share with the whole planet and the universe as well. What is good for Scotland is good for Europe. What's good for Europe is good for the whole world. What's good for this planet is good for the whole universe because we are all linked together. There's no one can exist without another. We are all connected, just like we need the sun and the flowers need the earth, and we like the flower, we need the flowers to feel good. And the flower in turn needs us to uh, fertilize it, to take care of it so that it blooms in the best possibility, best possible of beauty for us to enjoy. The universal brotherhood is, is the vast, beautiful net of intelligence, and we are a part of it. And any part of this net, when in trouble, then the whole net kind of delay in function and defect. Therefore, we need to fix one, and then everything will be all right. I'm not here only to serve you. I'm here to serve myself, because I also belong to you. And I know through my meditational practice that I am one with you. The essence within you, essence within me, take away this body, become one together like the ocean. Now we are separated, just like the bottle that separates the ocean water inside with the ocean outside that floating around it. Similarly, this body makes the illusion of separation between us, but during the course of meditation daily, you and I will see that we are all one, and then we are also one with God, because we are made of God, and He just clothes us with these material suits so that we will play our, our part to make this creation colorful and versatile in all aspects. But once we did our job in this world, we can go back home. And it is the urge within us that let us know that our time is up or not, that we can go home now, or maybe we wait until next life or next century. So you are God yourself, and the God within you, of course, we decide. I'm only here for the ones who are ready. Therefore, there is no push, no force, no hurry on my part. Just when you're ready, we stand by and help. Not only I or my 
brothers and sisters, elder brothers and sisters stand by, the whole universal power stand by, God stands by, all the angels stand by. Once we decide to go home, we have the whole bunch of escorts, <laughs> and I will show you them also. If you follow my road, you will see them on the road yourself. Because <laughs> this planet, this physical creation is not the only one. We have so many mansions in the home of God, and in all these mansions are full of beings, wonderful beings, wonderful like us, or more wonderful in some way, more knowledgeable. They assist us when we travel on our journey back home. And it is a very, very wonderful journey. Anyone who travels enjoys immensely. And we just enjoy it the more so, so because, because it's even, it even better our life here on this planet. It's not only lead us in spiritual improvement, it assists us in material aspect as well so that our life will be more in abundance and things that we need will fly to us. <laughs> I mean, literally, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> the way we want it, without even having to utter a word of prayer, because I will show you God, and God is connected with you after the so-called transmission, the re rekindle, the, re the reinitiation, then He and you are connected. You can become one, and what, he, what you want is what He wants. He will know what you want. He already knows what you want. It's just that we have forgotten how to listen to His command, how to listen to His advice, and therefore we don't know what He instructs us to do to solve this problem or that dilemma. It's not that God doesn't answer our prayers, it's just our telephone line to heaven is temporarily cut off or displaced. So all I do is just help you to plug it back in, fix it, and then we can be right there with heaven again. And that's why we call this process immediate enlightenment, because that's what it is. Just seconds, you see the light, you might see heaven, you might talk to Jesus, you might see God, you might converse with the ancient masters and learn direct knowledge of heaven. I'm just here to reconnect your line. Yesterday, I heard that uh, some of the Scottish telecommunication was <laughs> disrupted, right? So many thousands of people <laughs> cannot communicate with each other. Similarly, similarly, when our telephone to the Kingdom of God is disrupted or displaced in any way, we cannot hear God. So even though we like to submit ourselves to the will of God, it is very difficult. So if you would like, I will humbly fix it for you. I don't even have to do anything 
anything, because actually God will fix it Himself. It's just that I will show you how to be receptive to this message, because you have forgotten the way, that's all. Okay? <laughs> and uh, I guess uh, too many talks don't make you see God, so <laughs> I will stop here. And uh, if you like, I will show you God today, immediately, <laughs> as soon as we have time to sit down together for an hour or two, because you need some instruction so that you know how to do it at home later when I'm away. And in case you have any question after that, you still can contact me, or can contact my elder brothers and sisters. They also know basic things. But the most important is God Himself will teach you every day. Whenever you have time to sit down with Him, He will teach you. He will teach you through the brilliant light inside. He will teach you through the music of heaven, the universal language. He teach you even in Scottish language. He will teach you through the ancient masters who will appear to you, just like I appear to you right now, in your inner vision. And you may converse with them, ask them anything you want, and they will teach you everything that you need to know. And meanwhile, any physical questions you can address to me, here or after the initiation, or any time. Thank you very much. You are very attentive. God bless you. If you have any question, please give to the the MC. She will read it to me. And if you want initiation, if you're sure already, you can go out and register. One question often asked is that oh, I read it later. <laughs> it's like it's long. One question often asked is that why I need all these um, uh, names and address? because we will send you more information later. It's, it's not possible to give all today because it's a long way to bring them all to Scotland. And um, you need uh, some more information later. And uh, the photo is for your privileged uh, ID card. So later, if you want to see me or see some of our brothers, you are the first ones to come in because you will have more important to ask than some people who does not know our way yet. So this is your privileged card. You keep it with you. And if you don't want to use it, it's okay. If you want to use it, it's to your advantage. Because sometimes um, I have thousands and thousands of guests, but I see the one with the privileged card first to his need first, because I know He's on the way home, he needs more urgent information. Other people, they can take their time and ask later. Therefore, it's called privileged cards, all right? <laughs> okay, anything else that I don't know, please tell me. Uh, please read the questions. <clears throat> I thank you for visiting and sharing your thoughts. I believe that each individual has the capability of reaching his God here and now, but 
Do you think that there is a change in our current time, specifically 1985 to the year 2010, that allows for a more global, larger change? Larger what? Cha a change? Uh -huh. Oh, oh yes. It's kind of a pushing, <laughs> kind of pushing, because uh, when when a great um, quality of spiritual energy uh, gathered together or condensed in one period of time, then there is uh, more pushing than usual, uh, especially when the planet may be in more turmoils, more troubles, more turbulence, or more war, more disasters. Then the grace of God uh, is more in urgent because the more people pray to grace of God in this time of need, therefore, um, the more people sincerely pray, the more grace of God will uh, descend upon this planet. And therefore, we feel a little push at the end of the century, and that's correct. Therefore, many um, spiritual awakening uh, signs are all over the planet. In America alone, alone, at least statist statistically, many um, tens of thousands of people turning into vegetarian, and more so in spiritual practice every year. And this is very difficult for the American people. Yeah, you know they are steak lover. Their steak is not that big; it's that big. <laughs> What are the three realms of illusion, and how can these be overcome? The three realms of illusion? Ah. The three realms of illusion is a way of speaking of the three different uh, plan or level of consciousness, are three different mentions of God before we reach the highest realm of eternity. Before we reach the Most High, there are several or five mansions we must uh, go across, and three of them are the lowest one, including ours. That's the three of them. And these three of them are the rims of the most illusionary um, creativity. So everyone in these three planes of existence or three levels of consciousness believe <coughs> something that they are not. And they are aware from the truth, the moment uh, of their birth. No, not really, a few years after the birth. And the veil gets thicker and thicker every day. <laughs> the more we engage in uh, mundane activity, the more we forget our true home. Above these three realms, they are more spiritually oriented um, existence. And that's where we must last cross in order to know our true self in all splendor, all glory. We stand one with God. We will proclaim, I am one with God. I and my Father are one. That's how Jesus proclaimed this way when he reached this stage again. Not that he didn't have it before. Everyone, even the highest master who descends into this planet, has to relearn the whole process, just that they learn quicker. 
quicker than the one who has not learned before. Yes. So when Jesus reached again this stage, he proclaimed, I and my Father are one, are one. I am the Son of God. But the people at that time did not understand him. Uh, many, not all of them, but some of them believe him and follow him. So similarly, we can reach that hate, and then we will know what Jesus means. This is a double question. If we are all God, who made, made the world we live in, and who should we worship? To reconnect us with God, should we not just seek Him in prayer directly? How is Kuan Yin different? God bless you. Mm. Yes, yes, you will. You will pray directly to God after you know Him, after you see Him. And I'm going to help you to see Him, because you have forgotten how. That's all. He's always with you right now. The very essence of your being is God. He is you. Just now, we are too occupied with the mind, the habit collecting of the, the computer brain, and we, we identify ourselves with all these data, with all these informations. We will proclaim ourselves as thirst. Oh, I am this, I am... I'm a smoker, I like smoke, I am an angry person, I'm impatient, I, I don't like that, I don't like this, uh, I am so-and-so, I'm such and such personality. These are just the habits, the traits that we have acquired while in this planet. This is not our true self. Our true self is the essence of God. I'm going to show you that. Then you can pray to Him directly. Have I not said that? It's not, you don't have to do anything with me afterward if you don't want to. I'm just stand by in case you need any more questions. Yeah, and when you okay yourself, then bye-bye. <laughs> mm. And the quanning means, it means like, um, reconnecting with the reverberation of God, with the Word of God, with God. Because in the Bible it is said that the Word was with God and the Word is God. So when we reconnect it with this Word, which is God, we become one with God. But because of our brain, we have collected so many informations in this planet that crowded our vision, crowded our room of thinking. So we need a little more times reminding daily, to see God daily, to see the light daily, to hear the Word of God daily, to hear the teaching of Jesus daily, inside, you know, directly not through the Bible, not through my books, not through my speech, but directly, face to face. Then you will be more and more enforced. And then you will remember that you're God. Then you say, I'm one with God. I am God. But that takes some time. And the Kuan means that. It is a Chinese term. And you know, you know, the Chinese... I started in Taiwan, and there they speak Chinese. And then all the books were printed in Chinese. And then so they just keep the, the name, just like Christ is a Hebrew name for enlightened saint. And Buddha is a um, Sanskrit name for enlightened saint. But they keep the word because it's become just a habit and everybody speaks like that. But it's the same. Hmm? Okay. There are three questions. What do you think of Buddhism? Do you think there will always be war? Do you believe that there are any five differences between the varying religions? The what religion? The various religions? 
between various religions, mm-hmm. yeah. Are there any difference? Okay. The first one, what would I think about Buddhism? What do you think? Hmm? Why don't you tell me what do you think? Is it good? Hmm? Yes? Okay. Good. Does Buddhism teach you anything bad? No. If you read it, nothing bad. Like, you be compassionate to all beings, you be truthful, you be faithful, you practice meditation so you know yourself, you don't steal, you don't kill, you don't lie, you don't do all these bad things, just similar to Christianity. Hmm? And the God nature within us, in uh, India they call it Buddha nature. <laughs> Buddha means enlightenment. Yeah? Enlightenment nature means God nature. Only God can enlighten us. Enlighten means you see the light, enlighten. Hmm? So Buddha speaks the same like Christ. Buddhism is the same as Christianity. If we have time to study all the contemporary or the various religion, religious scripture, provided that we really understand the words of the enlightened saints, we will see that they point to the same thing. That is our true self. And what is our true self? Hmm? God. You call it Buddha nature, you call it God's power, you call it our real self, you call it our face before we were born, they are all the same stuff. What else? Do you think there will always be war? Yes, I know. <laughs> if our planet elevated itself into the higher level of spiritual understanding, there's no more war. War only exists in the atmosphere of hatred, of misunderstanding, of frustration because of the distance between humans and God within Himself. War is the cry out of anguish, of longing for home, the most desperate, the most violent cry of a kid who doesn't know where his father is. So if we show him the father or the mother, he will stop crying and kicking his feet. The child doesn't know what's right from wrong. The child, hunger, thirsty, cold, frightened, lonely, want the bosom of his mother. That's all there was. And as soon as our planet is still far away from God's knowledge, we still will have war. And that's why I'm coming to different country, sometimes even without invitation, if God have directed me there so that the child can know the Father and stop all this desperate, lonely cry. In all the planet, in all the higher civilization, people there are more intelligent, more spiritually developed, so they don't ever have war with each other, because they know God is with them all the time, and God is the only thing they live for and live with. In this planet, not many of us 
can see God directly, or talk to God directly of all our anguish, of all our frustration, of all our fear and worries. Despite our tough appearance, we all have our problems, our weakness, our fear, our want, our desperation. And when we have nowhere to turn to, we tend to turn violent. And that's how war will happen. These are also victims of the war in a way. The victims of a true war and the one who caused the war, they are both victims of different kind, different degree. The, the ones who caused the war are worse victims of all because they don't even know what's right from wrong. They couldn't even run away from themselves to take refuge in any other country because they're deep in this terrible illusion of the negative power. They're struggling very, very hard. So the only way to end the war in this planet or anywhere is to be enlightened, to know God, just like a child, be hugged by the mother and he will stop crying. What is the next? Why, why have we forgotten God? Yes, the third one. The third one was the difference between the religions and, and you explained that already. Oh, I have explained almost in the first one. Is that okay? Is that good enough? Thank you. Next one, please. Why, why have we forgotten God? Because we're too busy. Look elsewhere. <laughs> Just, um, if I am here and you look somewhere else, then of course you don't see me. Huh? All I do is just tell you, look here, God is right here. <laughs> That's all I will do to you. Not that I will bring you God or I will make you God or I make you become God. You are God and God is with you or God is you. All I have to do is turn your head around, turn your attention in, into where it is God is. Then you know right away. Just a matter of turning attention to the right direction, then you know why even you have forgotten God. <laughs> Sometimes you put your glasses on your head and you run around looking for it, no? Yes. All right. This is just so short while and you've forgotten already. And these things you use every day. And you even can forget in a moment of hurry or busy with something else or worry too much about things or very busy business. So how would we remember God when we have been away from home for so long? Hmm? We haven't even seen Him since. A long time. <clears throat> if we all become part of a collective consciousness, do we lose our individuality? No, 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 no. If uh, the flowers become one in this bouquet, does he lose his own? She loses his own beauty and color. No, each one will develop just together so that we beautify the whole. That's it, the whole garden full of flowers. Each one blooms in different beauty. That's the way we will be. If we are developed spiritually, we shine more. We will be more glorious and we glorify God and ourselves more. Because once we are glorified, we honor, we dignify, then we glorify our fathers. Because like father, like son. Right? <laughs> 
You said there is a way of knowing if you have conversed with God or just imagined it. How do we know the difference? Yes. The difference is you can talk to God and He will improve your life. He will tell you words of wisdom. He will whisper music, romance in your ears, and you will see the difference between yesterday and today, between today and tomorrow. Your life will become more and more to the way you think a living God should be. And that's how you know it's not an imagination. When you have money in your hand, you know it. And when people sit there and imagine he has a bank, there's a different thing. Right? You will see the money and you know it. Do you have some divine international plan to awaken the whole population of this planet? Have you yourself seen Jesus? Are you capable of verifying him if he appears to you in person physically? I don't have any plan really. I just do what God tells me to do. I go where he sends me. Even sometimes my mind rebels, say, Oh, I'm tired, please, let me rest. I don't want to go there, it's too cold, it's too hot, it's too trouble, it's too... People are so difficult to enlighten that they will, don't know if they listen to me, forget it, forget it. But He will still make me go. So it's not my will, it's God's will will be done. And I'm sure God has international plan to elevate the spirit of uh, the people of this planet, or else he wouldn't have sent me everywhere, despite my physical exhaustion and sickness sometimes, and very humble physical ability, he can drive me around. Mm. And it's not only I or anyone can see Jesus, the important thing is you will see Jesus if you follow the instruction, because there's only one way to God, you can't miss it. And I will also show you how to verify whether he's real or not. It takes some time to explain all this to you. And that's why it takes a couple of hours. The enlightenment alone, just like this. But you need to know what to avoid, what to do, what to don't, because you have forgotten all these things. And you complicated yourself with all different preconceived ideas about God and about heaven. So we have to explain to you, this is not, this is that, that. And then, of course, you will verify it because you know you will see the Lord face to face and He's full of light, you're full of compassion. Only God can be full of light, full of love through the eyes and through the way of speaking. The devil cannot imitate, but he can in a way. I will show you how to, to distinguish between the two. Very easy, very easy. You have just forgotten. I will tell you everything, okay? If you have time, sit uh, together after this, I explain everything. Dear Master Ching Hai, welcome. Would the Guan Yin method interfere with other forms of meditation, such as transcendental meditation? Thank you. These are two different ways of meditation. The transcendental meditation teach people to elevate physically. That's also good. It's a demonstration of mind's power. Also can tell people how we can use our will to overcome physical weakness. That's also a very good thing to do. Also, any concentration, any meditation help us in different ways, in some aspects of our life. 
It's just that if you want to know God, then follow the Kuan Yin method. We specialize in only showing God and direct contact with God. We don't care whether you ever elevate or not elevate. We don't care about this physical body or the sensation of it. We just go direct to heaven. We leave this even physical body right here and come back later when we're done with it. Yeah? So it's a different thing. So it's up to you to choose. I'm not here to advertise for one or another. I just know through my different practice that this is a direct way to God, and you're welcome to my uh, unconditional service of all time. No charge, n never, ever, yes? Mm, no condition, no, no obligation of nothing. Of course, you, you will be only obliged to yourself to continue or not. And whether you follow this teaching or another school of teaching is up to your level of understanding. I cannot force you. If you feel you're still with the transcendental, me transcendental meditation, that means your level are up there yet. You haven't gone somewhere else or beyond it. So just stay there and feel good. If you think it doesn't offer you all the necessary fulfillment of your soul, then come to us. You see, you must know what is your level. You must know what is good for you. Christians say that mankind has been separated from God because of man's disobedience. They also say that Jesus is the only way back to God. He is a middleman. What do you think? I agree completely. Except we should change the name Jesus into Christ. Because Jesus is the name of a man with a physical body. Christ is the name of God's power, which is the one and only begotten Son of God, and which God sends all the time to this planet through different physical vehicles, be it the name of Jesus or Buddha or whatever other name, to bring his ready children home to him. Before Jesus, God has sent Christ's power into another body, so like Moses, etc. And after Jesus, God will continue to send every generation this only begotten Son, which is the spiritual power of Himself into this world or any other underdeveloped so-called world to bring us home, to enlighten us, to comfort us. So Christ is the only Son of God. And and that's all right. No one can go to God except through Christ. Do you believe in any form of evil, or is this just within us? If there is evil, why does God permit it? Before we come into this world, God gives, God gives us free will so that we can develop the way we think fit. And then by interaction with all of this uh, planetary atmosphere, and conditions and other beings, we develop another third kind of creativity. Then we create evil and positive power, apart from God power. God power is above the positive and the negative, the evil and the good. God power is very impartial, very loving, very gracious. There's no hatred no judgment, 
know good or bad about God. God loves all of the sinners and the virtue equally the same. He never judges us. He never condemns us to hell. He never um, says that you're not worthy of heaven. It's just because through this physical instrument of the body and the brain, we create another kind of force, which is dark, negative, and can cause a lot of trouble and uncomfortable, unpleasant events in this world, including weather, bad weather, war, disaster, all kinds of things. Through interaction with one another or the conditions um, or the atmosphere, we develop another kind of feeling like hatred, hatred and dislike and intense jealousy, things like this. And this kind of energy develops as its own because it is negative. Hatred is not positive, jealousy is not positive, war is, is not positive, so it develops its own into negative power. And the more people have all this negative energy, the, 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 more, the con more density the negative power become, and this is what we call devil. Hmm? God doesn't make it. So we have to choose wisely. We should be enlightened so that we know what is good, what is the will of God, then we never go wrong again. I don't understand yet. You said we should not focus on books, but free ourselves of thinking to know, to know God. In the Bible, Paul says, I will pray with my spirit, but I will also pray with my mind. Should we not do the same? Can we not know God with reason and logic as well by studying his works in creation and his word? He said, I will pray God with my mind. He didn't say, pray God with a book. Huh? If you can, if you can to reason and logic, face God Himself, then good luck to you. But most of the time we cannot, unless we are very concentrated when we read in book and the blessing of God descends upon us. It's not through the book. It is our concentration and sincerity. And God reveals to us at that moment. But we can also study books at the same time. If you still need the book, it's fine. What I mean is that the books alone will not guarantee us eternal knowledge and everlasting contact with God, whereas with our way, God will reveal Himself every day to you. Then you can have books or not books, it's up to you. Yeah? God first, then book, by the way, or not. Because when God comes to you, what do we need of the books anymore? Why go <laughs> through the hallway? Suppose even if we can study uh, medicine through books, isn't it not better and quicker to study with uh, experienced professionals? Huh? It's less dangerous to yourself and the patients. <laughs> we cannot lead another if we are blind ourselves. So it's better we know God, and then we can understand the books which talks about God better, and then we can explain it to other people. That's what I think. That's what my experience teach me. Thank you. 
You are very enlightened and kind. Thank you. <laughs> How can I control my desires? Don't control it. <laughs> the more you try to control, the more it chases you over hell <laughs> and heaven. <laughs> Just bring God into your life. Bring more God, more light into your, to your life through diligent practice every day. In the meditation way that I will show you, then your desire will leave you. And even if you have desire, God will enlighten you in a way that He will modify your desire, He will show you which desire is okay and which is blessed by God, so you don't feel the burden of guilt which will um, weigh you down at the time of departure from this world and make you stay in a lower level of creation. God is the only cure for everything, right? Even physical disease. Are you an avatar? How can we know who are the most enlightened avatars? I wouldn't put any name on my this physical body. <laughs> I can only tell you that God tells me to tell you that you are His children, and if you want to know Him, He'll show you, yeah? Because He needs my mouth to tell you, that's all, okay? And He needs my physical presence to show you what to do things in the physical language, and then God is the only avatar, hmm? And it's not important um, that I am avatar or not. It's important is that I can show you the light of God and only the ones who know the light can show you the light. Only God can show you the light. Only the God within me, which reveals Himself completely, can show you the complete kingdom of God, and that you prove it to yourself. Hmm? You prove it to yourself. If you let me have a chance, you can sit with me, then I show you, and then you, you can decide whether I'm an avatar or a non-vatar or or whatever, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I am not bothered about the name, because I know God. That's all. That is sufficient for me. Thank you. Dear Master, why shouldn't we do spiritual healing if we practice the Kuan Yin method? Hmm. Everywhere ask this question. <laughs> Okay. If you want to study to become a doctor, and you have to concentrate on that, and will be a good doctor. If you mess about with nursing business all the time, I'm afraid you can't become a good doctor, and you make a poor nurse of yourself. Hmm? God is the only healer. Through knowing God, through become one with God, he will heal everyone that comes near you, or think of you, or the one you love, or loves you, or means something to you, even your dog, your cat, your birds, uh, anything that is connected with you. We, as a physical being, no, no need to lay hand on anyone to prove that we, we are somebody that we uh, have this and that power, because these are short-lived power. These are the borrowed magical power of a lower level of uh, Godhood. We can do that too, but then we borrow, and then we have to return afterward. Hmm? 
Just like you spend all your time of studying to be a doctor, to, to, to be a nurse in the hospital, and that, that will waste a lot of your time. And then you will spend all the money supposed to be for doctorate in the nursing stuff. Yeah? You have to pay with your spiritual um, um, merit, the, the, the power that you borrow to heal someone. Whereas if you let God heal alone by Himself, when He sees fit and to whom He wants to, then uh, we uh, give back to God what He should do, you know, the power and the proper healing. Jesus, when somebody touched his garment and healed, he did not claim that he did heal. He didn't even lay hand, he didn't even know it. So he said, your faith heals you. He said that not I do, but my Father in me that does it. That's the proper way. And I'm just showing you the proper way. It's up to you if you feel your level is up to the egoless healing or not. Because this method we teach you the egoless way of healing, the unconditional way of love, the God knows everything, the God will do everything through us whenever He wants. This physical body will be just an instrument. And this is our way. If you feel up to it, then you're welcome to drop the other one. If not, <laughs> you know what to do. Okay? You choose. How can enlightenment be immediate? Is enlightenment not a lifelong pursuit? And do you think pain is necessary, a necessary part of living? And does enlightenment mean the end of pain? Enlightenment is the end of pain, some extent. Depends on how much you practice. Immediate enlightenment doesn't guarantee complete enlightenment. Yeah. You know it today, you have to know it again tomorrow, again next day, and again after, so that you'll be sure, because you have to go back through the way you come from. And it takes some time. Complete enlightenment, of course, takes some time. But it, it might not take long. It could take weeks or months or years or a lifetime. Some people do not get complete enlightenment in this lifetime, but they get enlightenment to some extent, like the three level, four level, yeah? And then they continue in heaven. Some people get complete enlightenment in this lifetime. And the complete enlightened person either follow the order of God to go out into the world and spread the love and message, or just stay quiet, become master of himself. That just depends on God's will. Yeah? So immediately, an immediate enlightenment is possible. You will be enlightened today, immediate. You see the light, you see God. Depends on your level of where you are now. You will see God to different level, different degree. But complete enlightenment, you work a little bit, okay? <laughs> In Islam, submission to God, Allah, is paramount to the religion. Do you advocate submission to God? Yes, yes. I do. I just say right now, later, God's will is done, not our will. And this body, this being, this brain, this mind will be only the instrument to exercise His love. How can spiritual enlightenment help mental or physical illnesses? Thank you. It heals everything. Is there an absolute right and wrong? 
No. There's absolute cause and absolute effect. <laughs> so sometimes we do something wrong because of some wrong cause, and we get the effect because of something we did. So the, the cause and effect will produce the exact outcome. Like we plant the rose, uh, I would say root, we get the rose. Yeah, We plant the apple seeds, we get the apple tree. These are the law of cause and effect, which is effective only in this physical create, creation. In dimension of God, higher dimension, there's only love, love and enjoyment and happiness. And that's where we have to climb to in order to enjoy eternal uh, peace and love. You said that if stripped of our bodies, our essence is God. Does this not mean that God could be a metaphor for the unity of mankind as a whole, a collective understanding of each other that would bring peace rather than a distinct supreme being? Yes, that's right. That's right. He's everywhere in all of us. He's the essence of all beings. But before we know all that, we will know some kind of individualized God also. God can do anything. God is formless and there's uh, <clears throat> no definition. But He can also appear to us as a supreme being in order to teach us the way to meet the formless one. So God can be formless, God can be formed, God can appear in a human form, God can appear in the form of any master, God can appear in the form of light, the way Moses has seen him. God can talk to us in a universal language <coughs> or in a human language. Everything possible with God depends on our need. He will fulfill it. But we have to connect with Him first. Your philosophy of the oneness with God is very similar to the great Indian philosopher Shankara. Do you agree with him and his ideas that the world is just an illusion, or do you think it's real? It's illusion, <laughs> and it's real. <laughs> it's real because we think it's real. It is illusion because compared to other worlds, this is very ephemeral, and we can leave it at any time. It is unreal because sometimes during our ecstasy, during our deep samadhi, that means deep contemplation, we don't see the world anymore. The whole thing disappears. Sometimes people come to listen to our lecture and they sat there, the non-initiate, yeah, who has never experienced about God or anything, sat there and he was blessed with the vision that the whole the whole hall, which is more than this, I mean, tens of thousands of people, the whole hall disappeared. It's only the sea of light. And, and he just sat there and enjoyed all this love and happiness, which is indescribable in human language. We only have to experience it. We cannot even tell a fraction of, of the reality of this kind of experience. At that time, your own body also don't exist. Then you will know the world is really an illusion. It comes and goes, depends on our understanding of, of its reality. Dear Master Qinghai, as you said, you travel to heaven whenever you like. You must know it as clear as this world. 
Please tell us specifically what you see there. For example, how many countries, how many people live there, how big are they, what do they eat? What I want is please show us something real to prove the existence of heaven, also hell. I can prove it to you. I can prove it to you. If you quiet down, sit down with me later, okay? Too many, how can I tell you everything? Different heavens has different beings. The first level of heavens have different beings, the second have different beings, the third have different beings. I will review it on you if you're really interested. Okay? God has told me not to say the names of God in vain. I have to truly, with respect and reverence, in order to know the heaven knowledge. If you are up to it, if your level is up to it, you stay behind and I will show you everything. I will tell you everything. I told you it would take a couple of hours. I will describe to you all the heavens as well. All right? Hell I excluded in my speech <laughs> because it don't belong to us. Every of uh, many of our brothers and sisters after initiation or during initiation, they can see heaven too. So you 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 will not be exception, okay? <laughs> Dear Master, you say that after initiation, when you, when we are given a direct line to God, then if we want, we do not need to have any more contact with yourself. Right. But me, is it with me, right? Mm -hmm. Oh. But is it not true that we must keep spiritual connection or vibration with yourself through this life because at the time of death we need you to guide us through the spiritual realms so that we do not get lost in our, on our journey back home to heaven? Of course, of course, if you need me, I'm always there 24 hours, 24 hours. Whenever you call my name, you don't call my name, I have to watch over you until you grow up into yourself again. And that is, of course, is my job. Until you become able to walk on your own feet, I cannot leave you. Even in this world or the next world, I'm responsible until your journey is complete. But my physical body you don't need, because we will be also connected inside through God and we will become one, and whatever you need, I will know, it become my need. What your sorrow will become my sorrow. And of course, my highest spiritual self will try to elevate whatever that troubles you in this life and see it that you go back home smoothly and safely. I'll be with you all the time until you want to get rid of me. <laughs> What I mean is there's no obligation. You can stay at home and meditate yourself. You don't need to hang around me because we will be, um, through uh, tra thought transference, we will know each other's needs. And uh, you might see me at your home sometimes. If you are in that high level, you can see me come to your home. And you can also talk to me, just like you talk to me right now. Some people do that. Hmm? So you don't need my material, physical, flesh, body. That's what I mean. All right? That doesn't mean I abandon you at all. No, no, no. Okay?
Do you understand the whole universe and are you Buddha and have you decided not to enter Nirvana and stay enlightened so that you can be reborn again and again to help the people? I don't think I will like to be reborn again. <laughs> I've done so many times. I deserve a break. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Whatever God tell me to do, I probably will have to do it again. <laughs> I don't know what His plan for the next time. So you go into meditation and ask Him, or maybe you become Buddha yourself and release me of this job. Hmm? <clears throat> I couldn't help but notice how elegant and beautiful, how teeming with spiritual energy, how truly closed to God your clothing line appeared. Will there be any of your clothes on sale this afternoon? <laughs> oh, thank you very much for your compliment. I don't, think, I don't think we are here for sale. We just want to share with you. My people just want to share with you some of the physical beauty that is manifested through spiritual love. But I don't think we have any on sale now. Besides, even if you want to buy it, uh, our long list of order <laughs> will make you wait maybe half a year or something. If you're patient, if you want to, you can contact them. And because we have it individualized and by measurement, you know, individually, so you have to be measured by them and then wait until they send uh, the, the one that you've chosen, if you want to. Otherwise, here are just um, exposition, yeah? Whatever it is there, it's just exposition. Besides, we have more than that. This is just a part of it. See, because I travel around Europe, every two days I'm in another country, so we have to divide it into different groups. So our things are not all together here. Hmm? If you want, you can see through the catalogue and pick the one that you like, and we'll try to oblige, if the material still exists, because um, our clothes are very exclusive. For example, um, uh, something like this, uh, maybe only five or four, depends on the kind, yeah? Four or five in the whole world. So if it's short, it's no more, then you wait until the next one. Next, um, next, what Collection. Next collection, yeah? There'll be ongoing things. All right, thank you anyhow. I'm very happy that you complimented my artwork. I like that very much. <laughs> But, but it's only through God's blessing. It's only God who does all this. I've never been able to do all this before, honestly. I wouldn't know how, okay? So it's Him. So you praise God. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no more questions. No more questions. Wonderful. Then we can get on with the real stuff. Huh? <laughs> the God's business. If you... Trust me to show you, then uh, please uh, let your names be known, then we can call you, because we'll give you numbers so we don't lose you. <laughs> so we can sit you according to language and, you know, your condition, right? And I'll see you in a short while at the time of initiation. Thank you and God bless you, even if you stay or not. God is with you. Try to remember Him every time during your happy hours as well as 
during your sadness. Try to connect with this God, even if you don't trust me to show you, you try to remember Him. At the time of death, God will take you direct to heaven. Remember Him all the time. Nothing can happen to you if you remember God. Okay?